Welcome to Cardamone Law University, translating the Pennsylvania Workers' Compensation Act into plain English for injured workers. It's Mike Cardamone here, and today I wanted to talk about a topic called the burden of proof. You probably have heard this on TV um, or a movie or maybe in a book. Maybe even you've heard about it while in an actual court proceeding. The burden of proof is on the party seeking to change the existing status. And in workers' comp, at least, it's determined by the relief that's requested, not by the form of the petition. So let's use an example. Uh, we have a claim petition in Pennsylvania workers' comp. So if a claim is denied or if an injured worker gives notice but the insurance carrier doesn't file anything, there's a presumption of a denial. And how do you appeal that? Well, you file what's called a claim petition and it gets assigned to a workers' comp judge, and then you have to litigate the case and, and, and prove your case. The burden of proof is going to be on the claimant, the injured worker, in terms of a claim petition, because we are seeking benefits, either wage loss benefits, medical benefits, both, maybe even specific loss benefits or death benefits. Um, so in a claim petition, the burden of proof would be on the injured worker, to prove that they were injured in the course and scope of employment. And if they're seeking wage loss benefits, that they have a disability related thereto. It's not the employer or insurance carrier's obligation to show that you were not hurt at work. It's your obligation to show that you were hurt while employed in the course and scope of your employment. Another example of the burden of proof would be in a claim, uh, a termination petition, a petition to terminate benefits. That's filed by the employer and their carrier, and in that petition, they're alleging a full recovery, that all disability related to the accepted work injury um, has resolved or no longer exists. The burden of proof in a petition to terminate benefits is therefore on the employer, they have to prove that all disability has ceased. The burden of proof is not on the injured worker. So you want to know the difference. And when I spoke about earlier, the um, burden of proof is determined by the relief requested, not by the form of the petition. In other words, you can have a case where perhaps the insurance company filed a petition to modify benefits, uh, which basically alleges that an injured worker has an earning power that's um, below the pre-injury earning power. But the evidence in the case then shows there was a recovery. The judge can award a, a termination of benefits even if a petition to uh, terminate wasn't technically filed. So in other words, the judge can award relief based on the evidence and not just what was pled in the uh, petitions themselves. Now, it's much better form to cover yourself and file a petition to terminate if you're an, a defense attorney. Um, and on our end, for example, if we want to allege that there was a penalty or a violation of the workers' compact, the better form, no pun intended, is to file a penalty petition and then prove you know prove your your case with your evidence. So, but that's just a sort of a technical thing. The main point of this burden of proof is that you need to understand whose burden it is and 
what that burden is for each petition in workers' comp. And that's really important because that's gonna that's going to tell you what evidence you're gonna need to to win your case. For example, in a claim petition, the most typical evidence is testimony from the injured worker in a deposition, updated testimony by the injured worker in front of the judge so the judge can make credibility determinations at the end of the case, and also the medical deposition if, the, if you're seeking 52 weeks or more of disability um, of, a, of a medical doctor and potentially a lay witness, although that tends to happen more on the defense side of things. Uh, but in any event, so the burden of proof is really important to understand. If you have any questions about this, always feel free to call us. It's 215-206-9068, or you can email me directly. It's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, at cardamonelaw.com. So Michael at C-A-R-D-A-M-O-N-E-L-A-W.com. We're signing off for now from Cardamone Law University. Thank you.